Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtung Millwall. Free kick. Williams will take the right side the right sided free kick. It's about halfway inside the, the Everton halves. Everyone's gone forward. Everton have got everyone back. It's floated into the mix. Ball bounces down. Welcome to a new decade, dear listeners. Welcome to Achtung Millwall. Welcome to a grey and um, somewhat overcast South Bermondsey for the visit of Luton Town for this championship picture being broadcast around the globe, dear listeners, via the miracle that is uh, Sky Television. The Lions are entertaining Luton Town in their own 22nd position, dear listeners, in a relegation fight with, um, from memory, Stoke, uh, Wigan and, uh, and Barnsley, bottom four. I think Huddersfield are six or seven points shy of that bottom four pack. So Luton will be keen to earn some points here today. We've struggled somewhat this season against the lower place sides. We've done well against the top place sides and done uh, not so well against the, the lesser teams and division. Isn't that the story of your Millwall life? Isn't that in your DNA, dear listener? It's not your birthright. Mills today wearing... They're familiar blue and white. Luton, I think that's their, their home strip, isn't it? Um, orange shirts, white sleeves and dark blue shorts. A couple of changes to the side that beat Brentford so well on the 29th. Matt Smith starts up front today for us, dear listeners, and uh, there's the return of Shane Ferguson on the left side. So the back three will be the, 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 three, you know, the three Stooges, Pierce, Cooper and Hutchinson. Bar Bielkowski's in goal. On either side, it'll be Marlon Romeo and Shane Ferguson. In the middle, Jason Mulumbu played so well against Brentford. Early the plaudits article on the news done about Jason Mulumbu in the week. Alongside Sean Williams, Jed Wallace and Aidan O'Brien either side of the room. And up front, the lone arranger, Matt Smith, on this occasion. 
little bit of a debate online about whether to bring back the goal music. My vote went no. And there was also one about playing Hey Jude before the start of the game. I don't mind it. I'm not in love with it as a concert. Only for big games. You know, the massive games, the playoff games, the night games. Maybe then, but um, for... A, an unearthly 12.45 kickoff on New Year's Day. Was that song about it all being quiet on New Year's Day? It is a sparse den. Uh, somehow the the riff, the Lennon McCartney riff, seems a little bit lost on, on in, in the occasion. But anyway, that's, that's just me being a, a Grinch. Last time we played Luton Town in League Fixture was 2008, according to the BBC website. And since then, obviously, Luton have had a, a tumble from Grace and then, then a fight back from uh, the, the National League on, on, on one occasion. I think they tumbled out of the league due to uh, financial difficulties they got themselves into. So they've done really well to claw their way back into league football. Here they are in the, the second tier, struggling this season. One thing with Gary Rowe I do notice is that he, uh, he knows what needs to be done. Let's hope our setup today will, will achieve that. Lions will be attacking the... Away end in accordance with the ancient beads Anglo-Saxon chronicles. And away we go, dear listeners. Apologies if I sound slightly um, at sixes and sevens. It's an early start today. We got to about 10:30, and I thought, oh, blimey, I better get my, um, you know, my, my act in 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 shape to, to make a move out come to the football. It's, it's a very early start on the New Year's Day. Some out there will be clearly watching it on the telly if they've made it out of bed. Yeah, at all, after the late night of New Year's Eve last night. So it's, it's a much sparser den than um, we might have expected had it been a three o'clock kickoff. But I suppose the TV money more than makes up for that in the way of the modern world. In truth, though, you can't beat being at the game. I, don't, I know that you can watch it on the telly. Sometimes we'll wangle a little away day stream on a Saturday afternoon. We all know it's better than nothing, but it's, um, it's not like being there, is it, dear listeners? down the right wing, finds Marlon, one and a half minutes on the clock, a little bit of early patience and passing from Mill, there's a ball into the box towards the big man, Matt Smith, he's unable to get his head to, has gone for a goal kick first move of Mill, the game, that's how this game gets started dear listeners I'm going to bring you a, a, a weekly, or a fortnightly I suppose, isn't it, um, bird shit report, where I st- sit, the, the bird shit, which has been here for some years so I'm in, I have no expectation and it's ever, ever going to be jet blasted off, but the bird shit is still here, dear listeners. You'll be pleased to know that. I think where I sit is actually underneath a, a highly powerful CCTV camera, which can apparently broadcast in 360 high definition, capturing every last word that you say. So be very, very careful out there, dear listeners. We did see a report on the on the club website of a, one uh, bloke's got banned for. Bit of, uh, bit of silliness. Be Barnsley banned for life. Um, so they can, they can, and do have the technology to capture your every word. I can't get inside your head yet, but I'm sure that's going to be the next phase. 1984 star, Winston Smith. I'll be up here in room 101 if you're looking for me. Just noticed Ryan Sunnycliffe's out there in the, in the number four shirt for Luton. Drew, drew a, a lone plaintiff boo. Bielkowski made a fantastic save in that game against Brentford, a match-saving save again, as is his want. Just hoofed it forward, it's come all the way back to him. We are now, of course, in the January transfer window, so one would expect a flurry of, of, of dealings on the middle front. March 2008, last time we 
played Luton. That was a nil-nil draw. I don't remember it. Nothing much remarkable about that. Luton haven't won on the way league game against Millwall since May 1999 when they won 1-0 apparently. I don't remember that one either. My sort of facts there are the BBC website. I don't really don't go around holding this kind of information in my mind. I think people thought after that um, quiz that we produced, incidentally there is one wrong answer um, in the quiz. I think it was I said um, Sean St. Ledger played central defence in the in the playoff against Wigan. It was of course rightly so some point out Mark Beavers. So apologies for that. Money back for the quiz. But people think that you go around with this kind of information in your head. No, I, I, I checked it and um, I clearly was getting a bit tired when I came up with that question and answer. Long ball forwards trying to find Matt Smith. It's been a scrappy old start, six minutes on the clock, nothing much to report as you would have gathered from my, my waffle. Ten minutes, been rather scrappy start, dear listeners, as you can tell from the cackle. The kids are getting bored, they're playing with their iPhone apps making funny photographs of each other. That's more entertaining than the opening 10 minutes of Milvey Luton. Jonathan Livingston, Steve Seagull just flown across the den in like a philosophical circle around the ground. That ball in to, uh, into the, the Luton defence was a philosophical piece of uh, seagull crap, unfortunately, and they do have the ball, as you will have gathered. 11 minutes. Mike Hayden on our WhatsApp group comments that the groundsman must be on holiday. It does look a rather... Um, some like out there on the on the on the pitch at the moment by by modern standards probably you know by the 1970s standards of my youth it's in pretty good nick but yeah it may be still on the new year's day source some tough news in the week um, ben thompson is going to have to have some surgery on his ankle after su- uh, sustaining an injury up there at um, was it derby he took that injury um could have missed the rest of the season according to news at den leaving us rather short in midfield so you will expect Gary Rowett to be looking to reinforce the midfield but that's tough on Ben let's hope he makes a, a recovery ball into the box there from the Luton free kick they come to the seven edge of the penalty area that's going to took a, took a deflection and Mills should recover and bring away 13 minutes it's a cool day dear. it's day for your layers I did see one boat wearing a pair of shorts downstairs, but um, I don't know what's fueling him. In comes the boys are headed down from Matt Smith. It's straight into the ground, straight at the, the green-clad Luton goalkeeper. The endless Jed debate continues as now into January. No, he's still here. He started today, dear listeners, so long may that continue. If we can get through to the end of the month with him still here and some additions, then that will be jackpot time, won't it? Or at least some kind of deal that keeps him here to the end of the season, perhaps. Mill subs keeping themselves loose and warm down below us. Kind of random, well, a random New Year's Day fixture I've picked out here. Totally at random, and there's nothing, um, no, nothing systematic about this. Um, New Year's Day used to be a football day, but only if it was a Saturday. I don't think there's anything particularly special about New Year's Day historically, but if I'm right, and correct me if I'm wrong, I, I believe that New Year's Day fixtures became a thing, properly a thing. In uh, 1977, with Millwall won, uh, Wolves won. Millwall won, that Wolves won. Played on January the 1st, 1977. Were you there at that game? I was at that game. The uh, Cold Blow Lane end was an immense wall of noise that afternoon. Uh, goal from Trevor Lee recovering the deficit after a first-half lead by Kenny Hibbert. There's an old player from the past. Wolves, I think, went on to promotion that season. They were uh, the, the leading club in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the division that year, Division 2 back in those days. Uh, 17,000 crowd at the den, an immense wall of noise. Great day 
remember it to now even as I'm talking to you Luton pressing forwards this is the 19 on the, on the left side cleared only as far as the 44 going to get the ball back into the box from the left it falls to a shot from the edge of the penalty area that's taken nicely by Bart nice, nicely done it, was a, it wasn't the most powerful shot it was on target for sure and Bart was at full stretch to back that down first real um, opportunity for either side in truth in the first 21 minutes some comment on Twitter get that deal done for Bart Bielkowski we're in January get the pay the money Millwall pay the money two pigeons just flew straight in towards me up in the uh, the corner of block one and then saw me and flew away I'm, uh, I might set myself up as a pigeon deterrent Paul Freddles away to all's Jed on the, on the left now Paul gets into the box there's a header from Matt Smith nicely flicked towards goal just wide of the left post nice effort by both Jed and, and Matt Smith in fence he's on dive managed to get the kind of flick header onto it and it was just wide of the left side post first opportunity for Millwall on 23 minutes Incidentally, talking of pigeons, because two more have just flown past me and, and away, um, we, I used to work on this state where they would fly uh, hawks, Arabian hawks from the stable of King Faisal himself, I used to tell myself. I had a much more mundane van um, set up. But anyway, I used to fly a hawk on, around the estate. And if you ever want to, you know, as a bluffer's guide to the world of hawking, uh, you, you have to lower your voice slightly and say you have to fly the hawks at different times of the week because the pigeons get to know if you fly at the same time on the same day. And that implies you are some kind of expert on the world of uh, hawkery, hawking, whatever it's called. There is a word for it and I can't think of it. A aviariologist or something of that kind. 30 minutes. In from the right side, the 19 gets across it. It's going to be only reached as far as a 17 on the edge of the penalty. And you get a shot away, he's taking it just too far. Hutchinson's over there on the left side, they're just coming into the game a little bit. Luton, the last few minutes. This is the four, this is Tun Tunnycliffe. Couldn't quite take it under control, and Marlon puts it into touch. Ball into the box, it's the 26, fires it on target from the edge of the penalty. Head on the right side, taken by Bart. It was straight at him, thankfully. A better shot would have had us in trouble there. A little move down the right and then it fell to the 26 who uh, kind of caught it on, on kind of half volley from the edge of the penalty but straight at Bart, thankfully. A lot of possession in recent minutes for Luton down at our end, dear listeners. Going to stay focused. That's a long ball into the box. Gone for a goal kick. As you can hear from the uh, the crowd, the Mill crowd just sensing that Mill have been a little bit under the cost, a lot of football in short order played over the Christmas and holiday period and it's a scrappy game, these are you know, scrappy opponents they're, they're fighting for their lives and we're just uh, struggling at the moment slightly so like some movement on the bench I would imagine Bradshaw yes it is Bradshaw, looks like he's going to come in I guess for Smith who's not looked um, in, in his finest fettle dear listeners another innovation we seem to just they had a zoom on the uh, mill uh, bench there whilst Bradshaw is taking his instructions from an American football style playbook they've got, we've got a playbook never used to have a playbook in the old days ball comes in from the right side that's towards Matt Smith he's got underneath and headed it wide to some derision unfortunately from the mill crowd he's not been that effective today the next level after an American football style playbook is to cover your mouth when you're speaking so that no one can know what you're saying on the in-stadium TV coverage that is the next level we're working towards here at this club, dear listeners. Coming towards 40 minutes. It's going to be a free kick over on the left side. Chance them to put the ball into the mix. 44 puts the ball into the middle. That's into the 1-0. Headed home. 
Longson header. One nil. Number five giving the, the ear old sign to the middle and now telling them to be quiet. That won't end well, will it? Floated ball in from the left. Glance head at home. We once again the pan of the season. Being that we struggle against these these um, lower place sides. Looks like Bradshaw's coming in now. Who's this coming out? 15? Pierce is coming out. We're going to go 4 4 2, I guess. Luton will be well pleased with the way this half has gone. It's been a right old scrappy game. And to get that glancing head and game from just before half time will suit them down to the ground. Doug in Stockholm called it right. No intensity, says Doug. If we let one in, a goal in, this will get difficult. And then, then it follows up immediately. There we go. Half summed up there just as the last few seconds tick out of the half. Jake Cooper trying to launch the ball down the left side, launches it straight into touch, trying to aim for well either Bradshaw or, or Matt Smith to be honest. But um, as it is, he just found the ball boy. There's half time, yeah, oh, poor. It was poor from Millwall. Um, change of formation, you know, late in the half as a result of. Um, Pierce coming out and, and then uh, Bradshaw coming in. As it is, it's been a poor show all round. No real sparks or highlights to comment on. So that will be probably well to leave it for the first half. Acton Millwall is the number one Millwall podcast. Accept no substitute. One or two half-time tweets for you, dear listeners. Uh, Tony L, Fat Boy MFC, says Matt Smith on the pitch equals one-dimensional hoof ball. Bill Supporters Club says half-time here at the Den, and that was, was opening 45 minutes, was utter tosh. No direction, no penetration, no movement. That sounds like a boy band. No direction, no penetration, no movement, no spark, no creativity. Oh, there's a lot more no's. And the visitors who have lost their last away games are 1-0 up. Like the crowd, Rowett won't be a happy bunny, says the MSC. John Kelly, the journo John, asking if anyone minds if he goes home. No, I don't mind, John. I imagine you've got to do your job. You might as well do it from working from home. Mike Hayden needs, says the team needs a Gary Rowett rocket at half-time, as this performance is a disgrace. Um, Harry says Matt Smith's a disgrace. Um, and no point being good away if we're this shite at home, says Mike in return. And finally, Doug, Stockholm Doug says, we're strolling around, we need to put some effort in. I agree with that, Doug, 100%, my man. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. At Tongue Mill Wall, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey. Stay tuned. Big shout out to Mike Hayden's friend Carol. He's inadvertently posted a picture of his friend Carol. Um, still buried beneath a, a duvet. I think the, the image was taken quite recently. After New Year's Eve celebrations, Carol's looks like she's suffering. Um, it's what's the time now? It's it's a ten to two. Um, Carol, we're, we're thinking of you. It's been posted on the wrong chat. From thankfully, from your point of view, um, we're, we're sensitive people, so we're thinking about you. I've asked Mike to keep us updated as to when Carol does surface finally after the uh, previous night's excess. So anyway, the game has restarted whilst I'm prattle. All down the right side. So it's one, one an early uh, throw-in from Millwall. Halfway inside the Lewin half. Marlon takes. In towards Matt Smith. Ball hoofed away from Bradshaw from the knockdown. This is Jed from, from distance. He's had a go. It's a bouncing ball. The goalkeeper bats it away to safety. Bradshaw was in attention. But even that one tepid little shot there has raised some excitement in the crowd. Bring the crowd into the game. Someone posted on Twitter... There's no atmosphere because it's such a, an unearthly kickoff time, New Year's Day, and all the rest of it. Get the crowd involved, and that that's, seems to be what um, Rowett's rocket must have um, been at half time. Shot from the edge of the penalty area, on target from Jed Wallace. Aiden O'Brien recovers possession, the goalkeeper fumbled it, but not fumbled it into any danger. Jed now on the right, pulled into the, into the mix. Goalkeeper takes 47 minutes. Better start, more action than that two minutes. And we saw in the opening 45 from the Lions. Bradshaw takes on a kind of a volley. It's going to go for a throw. Over by the right side corner flag. No corner. Excuse me. Ferguson's taking. Jed is in attendance. He takes it short. Finds Jed, natural fact. Jed floats the ball deep, deep, deep. Came to a penalty. Not given. How's your penalty as the ball came over? Too far to see it from with any... Um, Degree of effect he's given a free kick the other way. <laughs> so, uh, not given. Ball over the top, trying to find Matt Smith. It runs through as Aiden O'Brien gets clipped. Surely, no referee giving nothing. As Aiden O'Brien was trying to run through there, referee giving nothing. Much, much more urgency to the Millwall side in the second half. Why that was a miss in the first is um, anyone's guess. Little update. It's not Carol, actually. It's Rhea. Rhea is the young lady concerned. So big shout out to Rhea. Latest update from Mike is that she's still in bed. So uh, 14.02, she's still in the sack at the moment. So thoughts are with you, Rhea, at the moment. If it's any consolation to you, darling, we've all been there. We've all been there. Jed Wallace now on the right. Another ball into the mix. That's towards Matt Smith. That's head tipped over the bar. On target, but tipped over the bar as a cross came in. Decent cross, decent header. Goalkeeper did well. Left-sided corner. Oh, the goalkeeper's remonstrating to the referee about there. That looked like a, a perfectly good call. He's tipped it over the bar. It's a corner on the left. Comes towards 59 minutes, dear listeners. A little bit of noise, a little bit of momentum now. And it comes deep, deep, deep. Bouncing around. Pass for a penalty. Not given. 
as it was headed down, didn't see it. The crowd down the end are howling. Not given. Another New Year's Day fixture from the past. Before you do miss this. Millwall 3, Crystal Palace nil. 1st of January 1994. That was the 93-94 season. First one at the new stadium as it was then in Division 1. 16,779 saw goals from John Goodman on the 50 in the 51st minute. Etienne Vervia, there's a name from the past. Etienne Vervia, ET, in the uh, 59th minute, and an Alex Ray penalty on 61. Total collapse by Crystal Palace on New Year's Day 1994. One from the past there. Etienne Vervia, fascinating character from Dutch Suriname. In fact, I've got his, I've got his Wikipedia page here. Etienne. Evert Vervia, all 1968, 51 years old, um, born in Dutch Suriname, midfielder. A strange career, he plays, played for Ajax's uh, second side of Switzerland, FC Chua, uh, Old Boys, Basel, Urania, Geneva. His main career, um, spent in Millwall with just 55 appearances, that is the biggest single um, appearance rate for any club in his career he went on loan to Bradford which I'd forgotten about Aberdeen he finished up in Aberdeen in 1996 so he made no appearances and then a club called Ischia I think that's in Italy I believe 28 appearances and that was there that was the beauties were brief for Etienne Vervier it's a fascinating career it's not an awful lot on his Wikipedia page about him at all man of mystery very skillful player and skillful midfielder, and that was certainly his day. There was a great run forwards, if memory serves, for ET for the second goal against Palace that day. Possibly the high point of ET's career for Millwall. Ferg's on the left, he's run that out for a corner, left sided corner. 65 minutes, dear listeners. Mill really trying to ratchet up the pressure at the moment. And it comes, left sided corner, near post, near post ball. Oh, it's off the line! Whoa, flick header off the line. Would you believe it? I need to say it again. It was like a glancing header from the left. Cleared off the line. Who's that in there? That was that was Smith in there. Somehow that stayed out when it looked like it couldn't go anywhere else but in. Coming to all 67 minutes, halfway through the second half, dear listeners. It's been a very frustrating game, to say the least. Lines behind. Thanks to that first half. Uh, glancing head a goal and a very poor performance much much better second half but so far to no avail Mike Haynes a stumble penalty nearly took uh, Cooper's shirt off earlier incident Mike's talking about there not our day says Ryan Cooper clearing that off the line this is terrible and Doug Hume's asking how did Cooper miss that don't know Doug from the right Jed in deep 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 header back for a cross goal what a Twice for that, 68 minutes. Ball in from the right, crossed back, uh, headed back across goal by Matt Smith. And there's Tom Bradshaw in from close to score. Whoa, that relieves the pressure. Blimey, oh, well, you don't need this on a New Year's Day. Let's watch it again, crossing from the right from Jed Wallace. There's uh, Matt Smith headed back into the into the uh, danger area and, and Tom Bradshaw connects from close range. Wow! Looks like it's Connor Mahoney. It's going to enter the fray. 
It's all gone quiet over there. So you remember, I always thought that's uh, superstition, I know. And I, I, I think of myself as a man of science and logic and reason, but somehow tempting fate by things all gone quiet over there always uh, you know, arouses the primitive in me. Conor Mahoney's coming for Aidan O'Brien with some instructions as well for Jason Malombi. Unconfirmed reports that Rhea, the young lady that Mike um, inadvertently posted on our, on our group chat earlier on, may have woken up after the goal. But he says that's unconfirmed reports, so that's highly unofficial at the moment. Not Sky sources. There you go, modern kids in the international. There's four youngsters with their, with their dad just down in front of me. He's clearly got them to, to keep quiet. He's got them playing one of the FIFA games on their phone. They're, they're at the football, watching real football, but playing electronic football on their phone. That's, so they're only young, so you know I'm not, not knocking that, but that's an image of the modern world all in one. 75 minutes. This is Jason Malumbi. He's got uh, Marlon running free on the right side. What can he find him? gets the crossing it's a deep one over the heads of everybody unfortunately into touch for a goal kick incidentally talking about the modern world I mean the, the, the kids are getting kept quite nicely quiet now so no problem with that but I had an email the other day uh, Ticketmaster you probably get all these kinds of um, spam emails yourself Ticketmaster email I mean there was uh, adverts for a sporting event the London Overwatch League uh, London Spitfires versus uh, someone Berlin Berlin bulldozers or something or whatever, I don't know what they're called um, I've never heard of the London Spitfires, I like to think I know my sports names even if I don't necessarily follow you know, other, some, some sports that closely, I do know the names of most of the major teams, never heard of London Spitfires it turns out to be the Overwatch League which is a an e-league the people will pay money dear listeners to watch other people play video games basically and I was curious because I find the whole concept of esports. Um, well, as if you get into the philosophical debate of whether it's a sport or not, um, which is another subject entirely. And I can see the arguments for it and against it. But the, the idea of paying to watch people play a video game is is beyond me. This is Lude on the attack. A little bit of one-two there in front of goal, and Conor Mahoney should clear and does. So yeah, um, London Overwatch League, and this is not like um, people not paying to watch them play video games in their front room. This is the Wembley Arena. The prices of tickets: fifty quid, fifty quid, and a couple of hundred quid for the ones near the front. Fuck me! People will pay fifty odd pounds to watch other people play a video game. Ball down the wing there. This is Luton on the attack. Whilst I'm prattling on about that, as ball into the near post, Williams should clear and does. Thankfully, Lyons just struggling as a great tackle by Marlon Romeo to relieve the pressure there. This gives Jed Wallace a chance to break forwards. So, this is now Conor Mahoney on the left side through the centre of defence. What can he do? So, 77th minute, Conor Mahoney puts us 2-1 ahead. Is that the spark that gets Conor Mahoney going again? Let's watch it again. Great, the start with a great tackle by Marlon Romney. I'm just watching the replay on the, on the big screen here. You'll have seen this by the time you get the show. Ball feeds to, to Conor Mahoney. He takes on his man. He goes past one, two, and shoots. Great goal, great goal. Wow. Stick that up, your London Overwatch League. 
can't beat being at a real sports event. I know, I know. Darts, chess, bowls, sports, blah, blah, blah. But it's just the idea of watching someone play a video game when you could be in this kind of environment. I'm on a personal rant. Ah, oh, weight's been lifted off my shoulders, dear listeners. I'll tell you that much. And all those around me. Well, Loftus says Colin only needed that. Class is Mike Hayden. And, oh, by the way, Rhea is definitely awake now. Get in, he says. So, uh, welcome back to the world, Rhea. Um, you've, you've woken up just in time to see the Lions go two on ahead. So, you um, try and try and stay uh, stay with it in future, my darling. What a goal, amazing, says Michael. This is the Lions coming down the left. There's a long ball in towards Matt Smith. 3-1, 3-1, game, set, and Matt Smith, match. Ball in from the left. Matt Smith heads home from close. There it is. 80 minutes. There's why you have Matt Smith in your team. All you Matt Smith knockers out there. Thanks for that. Let's watch it again. Ball feeds out wide left. Was that uh, Ferguson with a cross, I believe it is. In deep. Matt Smith heads downwards and inwards. There you go. Talk about transform the match. Halfway through the second half, it was looking a very bleak prospect. Now we're 3-1 up, 81 minutes. Ryan Loftus says that was Mahoney's would have crossed there. Too far for me to see, thank you. Ryan, massive game for him. Two, two goal-creating situations. This is what I've been waiting for, Mahoney. You beauty, says Mike Hayden. What does Rhea say is what I want to know. Oh, 1-0 and you fucked it up. Well, 1-0 is never a decisive scoreline, is it? Uh, Rhea is awake now. Uh, Mike, you classy, classy geezer, has promised Rhea uh, a McDonald's at 2.45 after the game's finished. Uh, <laughs> McDonald's says, Aaron, up your game, son, or Lurch will be after your woman. <laughs> up your game, Michael. McDonald's when you woke up on the back. Aren't you... Um, a McDonald's um, Coca-Cola used to be a, a miracle cure back in the day when I would be out there, you know, larraping it up. Those days long gone, dear listeners, of course, a much, much more mature man now. There's an old favourite song. From Panorama. 1977 so here we are in 2020 it still gets sung it's an old favourite it's an old hit it's a standard it's a torch song it's a classic classic torch song Harry in much better frame of mind Harry says we're smashing this up now and um, a message here for, for Rhea no McNuggets apparently uh, if she doesn't get a McNuggets there's an angry gif that he's posted so thoughts with Rhea I'm glad to hear that you're back in the game darling um, McNuggets well if that helps go for it much much better second half um, it was edgy up until about the halfway point as Doug said the substitutions do seem to have changed matters and there's a collective weight lifted from the den I watched the documentary on the trial of Charles I the other night as, as you do as I do anyway and he refused to give a, 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 a plea when he was brought before the parliament in the trial and the punishment traditionally for not recording a plea uh, guilty or not guilty was to be pressed with stones well, we, I think we were being pressed with stones 
ever heavier stones in this game up until the, the first goal when the pressure was relieved. It wasn't relieved on poor old Charles the first who had his head chopped off in the end. We enter the last minute or so of uh, overtime. And there's the, uh, the LA cheers. Ole! 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 I'll keep running because it's a long while since we've heard this kind of thing. Milk. Free kick given here, and um, there's the final whistle. Luton will feel that they did very well for the uh, bulk of the game, but not good enough in the final quarter. Uh, the game finishes, Mill 3, Luton 1. Um, really did turn with the, uh, the, the late substitutions. Once we got back to 1-0, there was probably only ever going to be one winner. Um, overall, a frustrating game. Um, undone, un unmasked by the last, last quarter. So, um, great win for the Lions. That will take us close to the player positions. And there's a song from a long time ago. We'll be back after these messages, dear listeners. This is Octoon Millwall Radio. Stay tuned for more Millwall conversation after these messages. So there we have it, dear listeners. Uh, in the end... A fine 3-1 win for the Lions after probably, what, three quarters of the game of frustration. Um, lots of praise online for Gary Rowett's substitutions. Tony Monday says on Twitter, I've got to say it, once the service started coming in, Smith, Matt Smith, much maligned in the first half, of course, uh, was outstanding, says Tony. With the risk of sounding like a parrot, I'm loving Rowett's substitutions. He recognised what was wrong early and did what was necessary. We have a manager who really knows what he's doing. Malumbi, superb. Also, says Tony Monday. The man in block 11. Fantastic second-half performance by Millwall. It was. Uh, Harris would have waited till the 83rd minute before bringing Bradshaw on. I think that's probably a theme developing here, dear listeners. The praise for Gary Rowett's willingness to see a situation and make changes accordingly. Mill halfway line says a fantastic result. A tactical miscalculation by Rowett in the first half, but then he managed the match impressively thereafter. So pleased for Conor Mahoney, Matt Smith. Tom Bradshaw's introduction was crucial, but Sean Williams was my man of the match again. Superb, says the Mill halfway line. Conor Mahoney himself tweets, guess who's back, um, with a blue heart and a lion. Can't describe how that felt. Massive performance from the lads, the lad, says Conor Mahoney. Speaking to John Kelly, Gary Rowett says the game was really difficult. It was hard to get players in and around Smith, Smudge as he's known. It was hard to re recreate what we did against Brentford. We played aimlessly. We needed to change the system. I said to them at half-time, we've performed poorly. I don't care what the result is at the end. I just want us to play better. I said if we could get the first goal in the second half, we'll go on to win it. And that was um, prophetic by... Gary Rowett, because that's how it how it worked out. He says, and continues to John, I nearly put Jerry Scalak on, but I just felt that Connor might give us that moment of magic. Um, so he did. A lucky decision, if you like. Is he a lucky manager? Calling it for Connor Mahoney rather than Jerry Scalak. That was a wonderful run and finish by Connor Mahoney. 
to put us ahead, and that was that was the turning point of the match. In all honesty, the, to get back evens was a huge relief, but the the run and the show of quality by Conor Mahoney was um, absolutely top draw there. John Kelly himself should also mention, he says, and he's correct, there was an outstanding tackle by Marlon Romeo that started the move for Mahoney's goal. That's very true, John. And as the news that then rightly reminds me, and I've not dwelt upon this at all, but that win puts us, um, if only temporarily, into sixth spot into playoff contention, dear listeners. So it was all about the result in the end, as Gary Rowett says um, the first, certainly for the final quarter of the game, you've got to say that was that was a wonderful performance. First three quarters, we've got to write that off to experience. So I'm just looking at the uh, table. It's actually seventh. We are seventh at the moment um, on 40 points, but tucked in with Sheffield Wednesday um, and just ahead of them, Fulham in fifth, Wednesday in sixth, Fulham in fifth, and Forest and the, uh, the the Brentford in third spot, just. Three points in front of us at the moment, dear listeners. That's that's quite something, isn't it? Another one I'd forgotten completely. This is posted by Richard Corley of the South London Press, quoting Luton manager Graham Jones after the fixture against Millwall at Kenilworth Road earlier in the season. Jones said, you've got two teams out there. One that in the longer term with their style of play is going to take them somewhere. And that team was Luton Town, said Graham Jones back in uh, was it October <clears throat> that we played at Kenilworth Road. Uh, a quote that has aged well, dear listeners. Uh, this is Millwall, says 97% of Millwall fans must suffer with bipolar disorder supporting this. Like, I know what you mean. Uh, this is Millwall, absolutely. I feel it in myself. Jamie Pryor says Mahoney shows his brilliance. If he can get a consistent run of games, him and Jed could be unreal for us. And also, James Jamie won't hear a word, another bad word about Matt Smith. Six goals and four assists this season are often not starting or coming off the bench. Give him service and he's ridiculous. I think that's the key. He was, he was poor in the first half, but then... Well, who, who who finished the game off? Game, set and match, as I, as I said in real time. Uh, Matt Smith. David Harry Webb goes further with the Matt Smith question. Uh, David Harry Webb is throwing it out there. Anyone in capital letters. So, you know, that's strong stuff. Anyone that questions Matt Smith being out there at any stage knows absolutely nothing about football. Now, I'm perfectly aware. I'm putting some emphasis in this. I am perfectly aware he's no Ronaldo. <laughs> True. But we only need to get that one ball right. Just one. And you cannot stop him. Rowett knew what he was doing today, says David Harry Webb. Um, strong stuff, strong meats, red meat from David Harry Webb there. A couple of nosebleed images for the height of the uh, the lines in the table. At one point we were sixth, but we are seventh as as I recalled these 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 musings to you, dear listeners. So get your nosebleeds out, get the oxygen mask. We are very high altitude at the moment. Jake Sanders, journalist. Jake says that's some result, not to mention coming from behind, especially after Barnsley game. First time since Ipswich in 2018. Mill have scored three or more goals in the in, at home in the championship. 28 matches. And if you want some Schadenfreude, who doesn't like a bit of Schadenfreude um, at the moment, as I'm recording this, QPR were leading Cardiff City by six goals to nil and one or two unkind remarks on the net, which I won't repeat about Neil Harris and his substitution abilities. Six nil down at the moment, though, so I think that's a, that's a, that's a whopping. I'm just watching Mahoney's goal on the, um, on the iPad as I'm recording it, too. I'm going to watch it again, uh, rewind it, so... 
it did begin with the Marlon tackle earlier on. There's a ball out wide left from Jed Wise. And then Connor does this one, two. He faints twice, goes past two minutes, and, and just um, buries it into the bottom right corner. Top quality finish from Connor Mahoney. And as I promised on the Twitter when I was leaving the ground, more over-the-top raving on behalf of Conor Mahoney. I missed it because I started off the season raving about the boy, saying it was the best thing I've seen since the young Johan Cruyff, um, possibly Maradona, um, Pele rolled into one. And I'm going to say it again. It's the best thing I've seen since Cruyff, the young Maradona, and Pele in his prime. Conor Mahoney. And finally, Charlie Going way, way too far, Charlie, here. Um, Millwall FC has added them. He's added Millwall FC, asking how much will season tickets be if we get into the Premier League next season. Um, that's <laughs> tempting lady fate there, Charlie, but um, I applaud your your uh, ambition, your naked ambition. So that is the Millwall news this week, dear listeners. Thank you for listening. hope you've enjoyed the show. We'll be back probably at the weekend. I'm going to try and get along to the Newport game in the FA Cup. And um, otherwise, it'll be the Real Mill Fan Show possibly this week. But anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll keep you abreast of what we're going to do with the Fan Show next time we get together. So there we are. Arrivederci Millwall. Thank you for listening, dear listeners. You've been listening to Octoon Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week. And we are out of here. Achtung, Mehlwald. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.